0: I'm Roy Sharples, and welcome to the Unknown Origins Podcast. Why are you listening to this podcast? Are you an industry expert looking for insights? Are you growing your career? Or are you a dear friend helping to spur your old pal on? I created the Unknown Origins Podcast have the most inspiring conversations with creative industry personalities and experts about entrepreneurship, pop culture, art, music, film, and fashion. In this podcast, Gary Burke and I detail the manifesto for education delivery to drive a learning without frontiers sensibility and approach. Instilling creativity and innovation within the core academic curriculum the way it is delivered and taught. Understanding and adapting to different learning styles, especially in the early years of learning, can significantly impact an individual's ability to learn and be empowered to live a happy and fulfilled life by gaining meaningful and positive experiences along the way. Number one, instill Imagineering as a core discipline. Pablo Picasso believed all children are artists, but they lose their creativity when they grow up. Instill a grow into, not-out-of approach to creativity that encourages people to follow their dreams by evoking magic and childlike wonder and how to turn their ideas into art. Envision art of the possible. Imagine if, what if... Applying divergent thinking to dream up what doesn't exist and perceive patterns that are not obvious, to create and express art through a concept, method, solution, design, work of art or physical object. Apply convergent thinking to critique and prioritize the best ideas, rapidly prototype and construct a plan to bring them to life. Learning and applying techniques to drive evolution, synthesis, reapplication, reinvention, reimagination, disruption, revolution, and changing direction. Building confidence and belief in ideas and build endurance to never give up and navigate through adversity to bring them to fruition. Purpose, autonomy and mastery are what people need to optimise their creativity. Think with your own mind, feel with your own heart and create with your own hands. Invent, make mistakes, improve, seek excellence and reject conformity and mediocrity.
1: That's a great point, Roy. You know, I think one of the things we do, you talk about imagineering and, you know, Picasso believing all children are artists and then we come out of school and we think that, you know, creativity is something that for, that is only for the arts. Creativity is massively valuable in business, economics, finance. Where we've seen, you know, huge fortunes made, but huge changes made. This is where we've seen creativity, where we've seen innovation. I mean, it's easy to think of Jobs and Musk and Bezos of, of really reinventing industries, But we could think in the creative areas around Anita Roddick who put environmentalism into, you know, cosmetics, Damien Hirst, Banksy. Challenge the norm, create and don't apologise, but be you. Number two, embrace
0: authentic creative expression. Manifest what is inside yourself and around you in everyday life by influencing your innate perspective and talents to transcend the obvious, ordinary, and routine. Appreciate and understand what great art is by helping see the unseen. Blend art and science in craftsmanship by anticipating future trends inspired by culture and aesthetics, connected to emotions and imagination to elegantly compose creative solutions. Crafting poetry in a world where there is only prose And gracing the world with art, impacting people's feelings and lives, and the design and functioning of everyday life.
1: I see this as embracing creative expression. You know, I think too much of what we think about is about trying to teach the skills to create. But we also need to teach the skills to appreciate, to understand, to not just take great photos and paint great pictures, but to understand what great teachers for photography and art help us do, which is understand and see. Why is it that great photographers can take different images of the same person and end up with fundamentally different pictures? Why is it that we laud photographers such as Annie Leibovitz, David Bailey? Because it's their way of seeing that shows us a different person. It shows us a different perspective of that person. How does photography and imagery influence our decision making? Look at the work by Tom Stoddart, Kevin Carter, Robert Kappa. You know, they reported someone the, on the most challenging war, famine, um, human, desperate challenges, you know, and they're changing things. Their creativity and how they share those images. Why is a society... Are we pulling back on investing in arts and leaving it to wealthy philanthropists rather than seeing that this is something that everybody should be a part of? Why does this matter? Because it's how we change the world. By talking, writing, taking photos, creating films, by starting movements, by raising awareness. It's these creative activities which change the world.
0: Number three, leading without frontiers. Creativity is the most differentiated quality for every leader in every domain. Creative leaders display distinctly different behaviours, values and characteristics from traditional management. They get exponential results, inspire creativity in others, build productive teams and drive successful businesses by encompassing disruptive thinking and practice, to drive radical improvements in a domain, discipline and industry. Reaching the other side by leading toward new frontiers of unknown opportunities, unfulfilled hopes and dreams by doing things their own way and in their own style. They have a holistic view and see the world as it should be, fearless in their expression, transcend the status quo and stand against the convention and naysayers without fear of retaliation. Entrepreneurial, purpose-led and mission-driven, they hold themselves accountable for their actions and having a social conscience and empathy for the environment by continuously managing innovation that powers the products they design, make and sell and the businesses they run. Instill a fearless approach to leadership on how people manage themselves and others in the spirit of leading toward invisible horizons by applying a do-it-yourself sensibility to finding the future by being adaptive, persistent and resilient. To be independent-minded and self-sufficient from start to finish, always finding the alternative by rejecting the banal and status quo. People who achieve greatness do not fit a formula or follow a structure, They break the mould by
1: following their own path. It's about being bold, being brave, being respectful, but also being unapologetic. When we talk about teaching entrepreneurism, too often we we fall into the trap of thinking this is about business, about creating businesses, about getting online, about printing. It's not. It's about teaching persistence, confidence, not giving up, and having the courage to do what you're passionate about. So what does this mean in reality? It means that our children, our students, our young adults coming out of school and education have one belief of above all others. They believe I can. Doesn't mean to say they're going to be successful, but it means they have the right, the backing and the confidence to try.
0: Number four, treat messiness and failure as critical to learning. The modern world is saturated with a consumer-led celebrity culture where everyone looks the same and everything is for sale. Descending from all four corners is the vermin-tongued conformist or separatist armchair analyst and tiger parent who strikes out to crush your imagination, inner voice and hope. This reality is counterintuitive to how creativity works. Imitation is not creation. It is a process that infuses imagination, taste, style, even a little mess, and in which desperation, sacrifice, adversity, struggle, experimentation, failure, persistence, and the acquisition of skill and practical know-how are more valuable than receiving instant fame. Continuously swimming against the tide in search of the authentic and new. Staving off false promises of easy gratification and immediate success. Journeys have ups and downs. Achievements are the result of journeys with beginnings, middles and ends. Always show the tension between the challenge and the outcome.
1: The US does really well in seeing failure as a positive. We know the Edison quote about finding hundreds of ways that things don't work, but we need to embrace failure because failure is progress, it's evolution, it's a path forward, but we need to balance this. But the US is also the greatest worshipper at the altar of disposable society and consumerism. The book Nomadland by Jessica Bruder had the following quote, and remember that the book was based on real people and that the film was an adapted dramatisation. It was a good one, but it nevertheless a toned down one. Anyway, the quote in the book is, during Linda's first season working for Amazon, she'd seen up close the vast volume of crap Americans were buying and felt disgusted. And later in that paragraph, there is one million square feet in this warehouse packed with stuff that won't last a month. It's all going to landfill. So what if we made that stuff with skill? To be beautiful, to last, to be enduring, to be repairable, to be sustainable. And making, selling or buying disposable crap was seen as a disgrace. So we can create and we can create things of beauty. I love it that artists can promote and sell their wares globally. It's tough. The competition is intense. But creating beautiful things is a superpower. I look at my friends who can do this i've got a friend claire bigger who's a, a an artist a sculptor i'm in awe of her beauty her ability to create beauty i want my kids to leave school and understand that this is real beauty the ability to create true happiness in people when they look at her sculptures and as roy said it's not an ai amended image of a botox injected model living a faint life for clicks number five Deliver an interactive and personalised
0: experience to the right person, at the right time, at various touch points along the learner journey. Tailor experiences, the ways that people think, live and act. Make it accessible, engaging and easy to understand. Details matter to achieve the highest levels of quality and craft in delivering unforgettable experiences. Provide relevant and consumable content, divisible into smaller bites delivered to the right person at the right time. Messaging and content align with every step throughout the learner's journey. Purposeful storytelling means being clear about your audience. What do they care about? What stories will resonate best with them? Why should they care? What is your goal? Is it to entertain Is it to inspire? Is it to excite? Is it to influence? What's the call to action that you want your audience to take away? And most importantly, how do you want to make them feel? A well told story engages the mind, heart, and soul. A powerful narrative is built from simple principles. Truth is how we connect emotionally a story and relate it to ourselves. By bringing genuine moments to life and celebrating relationships between people rather than just facts about things, we can tell inspiring stories. We look for meaning in stories because we tell stories they don't tell themselves. Our chosen voice and style have the potential to reveal meaning with ease or bury it in confusion. The right style and voice will bring clarity to stories, both complex and straightforward, and what we say will be remembered. We exist in time. Our lives have beginnings, middles, and endings, filled with ups and downs, sudden reversals, and unexpected successes. Conflict is the engine of narrative, it's what keeps us listening. Details of the hope, frustration and joy inherent in any journey deepen our narrative's impact. We tell stories to share and understand human experiences, building connections and passing on wisdom. From the Mesopotamia to the Inca civilizations, the clans of the Hebrides to the Galapagos Islands, around campfires, in poetry, song and throughout venues, Stories celebrate our shared humanity.
1: How can we build a school 100 years ago and only see minor changes? We visit schools and go, it hasn't changed much. What a failure. What a failure to invest in children. We've seen massive evolution in workspaces from design companies, Google ad agencies, who really work to create inspiring spaces and focused on creating places which are... Um, encourage creativity. We need to put that effort into that we put into designing theme parks, into education in designing schools. Maybe we need to think about sharing schools, build some amazing ones, and have children spend a small amount of time in them so they don't spend all of their life in one school, but they rotate across a number of schools. The, the nature school, the city school, the forest school, the factory school, the dance studio school, the TV company school. How to create more experiential education? We need to flip this model. Why does Disney have teams of Imagineers but government education departments are starved of resources to even think about what's possible, let alone do it? Why do we have companies pulp books when schools struggle for resources? Clearly we don't want 500 copies of 50 Shades of Grey going to the local primary school. The model's broken. It's not about being commercial enough. It's finding a way to embrace that commercial energy and embrace it and bring it into education. So one of the things that when we look at creativity is to look at what's possible and look at what we're doing in our our own lives when we do have the choice and then start to bring this into making these amazing experiences for our children. And when we get that right, we're not going to have a problem driving creativity. We're going to have a challenge turning it off it down. That'll be success.
0: You have been listening to the Unknown Origins podcast. Please follow, subscribe, rate, and review us. For more information, go to unknownorigins.com. Thank you for listening.